If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. What does last looks even mean? Are there different types of amnesia? And the truth all about Deadwood. It's all happening on Last Looks. Last Looks! Last Looks! Hold up, we're not done. Gotta call Paul and see what is up. Hello, everybody. I just want to say I love you. I love you so much that I would give you plastic surgery to look like the person I am legally married to to convince you that they are them just so we could live together because that is romance, goddammit. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Paul Shear, a.k.a. Tall John, and this is How Did This Get Made? Last Looks, where you get to voice your issues on Shattered, which was last week's movie with Tom Berenger and a beautifully uh, New York-accented uh, Bob Hoskins. Uh, plus, Jason and I are going to chat about all the stuff we're currently into. We have a special guest this week, which is Rob Hubel. Plus, we're going to reveal next week's movie because, of course, that's what we do here. And as always, I am going to try to solve your problem on Paul's helpline. But first, a big shout out to Dan from Rochester with our very first Last Looks theme song. Dan, way to go for turning that around. You've impressed me. I love a Last Look song. You killed it. Thank you, Dan from Rochester. Uh, we love songs. We want more songs. So write them, make them, send them in. And be as good as Dan from Rochester, but keep them short. 15 to 20 seconds is the best. Send to how did this get made at earwolf.com. Let's get into it. I know we talk about movies, but there are bigger things out in the world. You've got problems. Let me solve them. It is time for the Paul Helpline. Francis Day, take it away. There is a man. Here's the remix. Six one nine 
All right, let's get into it. Eric in Los Angeles. Hey, Paul. Eric down here, uh, born and raised in Portage, Indiana. Uh, but for the last over well, a little over a decade, I've lived in Los Angeles working professionally. I worked in the grip department, the electrical department, and now I'm a, a DIT and camera department. But I wanted to say how much I love the name Last Looks. As soon as I saw it, uh, it was renamed on the title. I was super excited. And I just wanted to give a little context for what Last Looks means. Uh, Last Looks, I think, is specifically, like, for makeup. It's something that the assistant director who kind of runs the show and keeps everything tight and on time will communicate to the makeup artist to go in, makeup and hair to go in and make sure that the actors look perfect, their hair and makeup and clothes and wardrobe are all perfect. But it's something that puts all of uh, the crew on alert because everybody kind of does a last little check to make sure that the lighting's right or that the camera's right and all the things are set that, and everyone's prepared because as soon as we hear action, everyone is, like, silent and meditative and they just go. Anyway, just wanted to jump in and say that. Um, yeah, love you so much. Bye. Yes, thank you, Eric, for explaining the title of the show. Uh, something I should have done last week when we first did this, uh, but it just totally set my mind. And I also assumed that maybe everybody knew it. And you're right. It's uh, actually a very inside baseball term. And I'm glad that you could uh, artfully explain it and probably more succinctly than I could. So thank you, Eric in Los Angeles. Now let's go to Elise in Boston. Hi, Paul. Um, I'm Elise calling from Boston. A long time listener, first time caller. Um, and I am currently a understudy in a show. And it's been really fun, but also really hard because I don't really know how to deal with the fact that I was not good enough to get the actual part. What advice do you have for this? The show's coming up and it's really exciting, but also really sad because I probably won't actually get to perform. Any advice would be great. Thank you so much. Bye. Elise, two things for you. Number one, they like you enough to have you around and they trust you to nail the part. Maybe it's an experience thing. You are good enough. You've beat out so many people. If you're getting understudy parts, you are going to get a part. It is going to happen. It's going to move up. The other thing is this. You didn't have to say yes. You did say yes. Feel great about that decision. You wanted to be there. You are going to have the time of your life there. You are an important part of this entire machine. And without you, it couldn't run that effectively. You are essentially the life vest. Okay? When the ship goes down, they need you. But you are a part of it because they can't leave shore without you. You're amazing. You're going to do great. Keep your eyes on your own paper. Don't worry about where everybody else is or what they're doing. You got a job. Do it the best. You never know when you're going to be called in to just knock it out of the park. All right. If you need some advice or second opinions about my advice, I mean, look, I'm open to that. Give me a call at 619-PAUL-ASK. That's 619-PAUL-ASK. And I like that they weren't just parenting questions. We get a lot of parenting questions. I love parenting questions, but I also know people out there that have different things. I want to settle your bets. I want you to tell me that that was bad advice. I want you to give me uh, advice. You're a parent. Maybe you have something. You're in a relationship. Give me something. I'll see. Uh, <laughs> reverse advice show. Call and give me advice. 
Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, uh, 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That is the Paul Helpline. And we'll be right back with your questions and comments and concerns about Shattered. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you, and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. All right, last week we talked at length. About the 1991 film Shattered. I know a few of you watched uh, like a 2002 version and were very disturbed. I apologize. That was uh, not on us. We were very clear which Shattered it was. You got to do a little bit of research. Anyway, uh, we had questions. All right. We, we might have even missed a few things. And now it is your chance to come in. You set us straight. You fact check us, if you will. It is time for corrections and omissions. Tyler Mann. Oh, man, Tyler Mann. You, you are, get ready, because right now, if you don't know Tyler Mann, this is the moment you can say you first heard Tyler Mann. Tyler Mann, take it away with your corrections and omissions theme. Correct. Omit. Correct. Omit. Correct. Omit. Correct. Omit. Guess what? 
Yes. Great theme. All right, we're on the Discord. If you haven't been to the How Did This Get Made Discord, it's discord.gg slash HDTGM. It's free to get on. It's easy to set up, and I love it. I have mine. I have a thriving community. How Did This Get Made has a thriving community. I pop in on both, and our moderators are just absolutely amazing, so I bow down to them. Anyway, Dr. Guts on the Discord writes, At one point midway through the movie, Judith comes home and asks the housekeeper if there are any calls. The housekeeper says that Jack Stanton called and that he's in town. Judith seems legit freaked out. Who made that call? Dr. Guts, are you seriously asking that question? That is like a Paul-level question because I was playing, you know, word scramble on my phone. That was Tom Berenger calling because he had a, a suspicion, a hunch, and he wanted to catch her in the act. So he, like, baited her. So when she... So there's two things at play here. Judith is freaked out because she thinks that someone knows that she killed Jack Stanton. So that was like a a fuck you call, right? So she is nervous about what's happening. Then she dresses up as Jack Stanton. I get confusing. Anyway, let's keep that. And then on the other side of it, you had Tom Berenger with a suspicion thinking that maybe Jack Stanton and her did, this is before he knew he was a twin, you know, worked something out, so he wanted to make sure. So he didn't know Jack Stanton was dead. He was calling to find out what her relationship was with him. Boom. That was what was going on. All right, Danimal writes in the final flashback scene where Tom Berenger is recalling all the events surrounding the murder. There is a brief moment where Judith removes her husband's wallet before dumping him into the toxic boat and hands it over to Jack Stanton. This would explain why, after the subsequent car crash, doctors and paramedics identified Jack as Greta's husband, Dan, and went ahead with the reconstructive surgery. My gosh, Danimal, you figured it out. Where were you before we called my mom? Now it all makes sense. The next one up is from our friend Jackie16. She is a uh, speech-language therapist, and she has some medical background, and she wanted to let us know that psychogenic is just a term. It doesn't really label a specific type of amnesia. Psychogenic really just refers to a condition that has a psychological versus a neurological cause. And yes, Jackie, you are right, but it doesn't sound as cool when you say that. Anyway, let's go to the phones and see what other people have to say about Shattered. First up, Anonymous. Hi, I just wanted to let you know of a a case of transient global amnesia that happened to my mom a couple years ago. Um, It's like a temporary amnesia that lasts for 24 hours or less. We forget a bunch of stuff. And it happened to her, she had like a sort of like choking coughing fit um, on a piece of food, um, which I guess caused like a very short term uh, oxygen deprivation to her brain um, that caused this this transient global amnesia. And the doctor said he sees about three cases a year of this in that particular hospital. But then you just recover naturally within uh, a couple hours to 24 hours. so, surprisingly common short-term amnesia. Bye. Okay. I, wow. So many uh, kinds of amnesia. And this one sounds kind of fun. Um, but in this movie, I believe it was long-term and never going to come back. They actively needed it not to come back. I mean, that that would have been an interesting part of this, too. I guess he kept on having those shattered mirrored things, but it wasn't, like, really coming back to him. Anyway, um, next up, oh. This is a good one. Matthew, take it away. 
Hi, Paul. This is Matthew in uh, Pasadena. So on uh, Sunday, Sunday that just passed, we were on a road trip to Joshua Tree. So we downloaded a bunch of episodes, and uh, we had just finished listening to the Color of Night podcast with Amy Schumer back in 2014, where a uh, Dr. Jacques Coulardeau had reviewed Color of Night, and then we immediately after listened to the Shattered podcast from uh, just this Friday, where there was also a review from Dr. Jacques Coulardeau. Uh, so it seems this Jacques Coulardeau is a major uh, Amazon reviewer of erotic thrillers. And we should we should double check to see how many other erotic thrillers Jacques Coulardeau has reviewed on Amazon. Anyway, it's just a, a interesting uh, coincidence that uh, we just happened to be listening to two Jacques Coulardeau podcasts back to back. Anyway, big fan of the show. Holy shit, Matthew! We need to go deep. We need to find out about this doctor. People on the Discord who are listening to the show. Let's get some more info on this doctor from France. Go to it, Internet. And finally, let's hear from Christina in Virginia. Hey, Paul. It's Christina from Virginia. I wanted to tell you about an experience I had that this movie reminded me of. Many years ago, my husband and boyfriend and I had a terrible accident in Mexico. He was grievously injured. And... When it was time to get his face reconstructed, I can tell you they didn't follow any of the procedures your mom laid out, at least not in Mexico. Luckily, it was more than they could handle. So we got back to the States, and the surgeon asked me for every picture I could find of my boyfriend, which I gathered up, but I threw in a few pictures of Hugh Grant, and I was very happy with the results. Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Christina, you had me, and now I think you're bullshitting me. Because, well, wait, you're saying make him my boyfriend, but just a little bit of Hugh Grant? And also, he would wake up and be like, I don't look like myself. There is some bullshit going on here, but you had me on a journey that I was enjoying. If your uh, plastic surgeon, that obviously he knows that Hugh Grant is not your boyfriend, and wouldn't be confused by that. There's so many variables here that make that suspect, but I also don't want to be mean to you and say that I'm shutting you down. I don't know how to do that anymore, so I'm just going to say, more proof, please. Uh, Back to the Discord. Mr. El Guapo writes, It was mentioned a few times during the episode that the movie was set in San Francisco, but the majority of it is set over the bridge in Marin County. The opening accident happens in Marin County. The surgery takes place in the Marin County Hospital. Both Tom and Corbin's houses and the Hacienda are in Marin County. How many times am I going to say Marin County? The car chases through the forest, too. Even the yet-to-be-built... Marina Development and the Shipwreck are set in, you guessed it, Marin County. The only SF settings are the ones that are like the high-rise office building and the pet shop and the private detective office. And Mr. El Guapo, I say to you, Mr. El Guapo, I'm sorry, are you the mayor of Marin County? Why do you care? We said San Francisco. It had pictures of the Golden Gate Bridge. It's a San Francisco movie. 
right? We didn't need to get into the nitty-gritty Marin County. Like, what's more exciting? Oh, it's a Marin County set movie. What is that? It's not even really a Napa movie. Anyway, I get your point. But I would argue the two best scenes take place in SF, which is the fax machine out the window and Bob Hoskins' little store. So I'm going to go by the ratio that the best scenes... Wherever they're located, that's where the movie's located. So we are right. Next Discord write-up is from Issa Wendy. Issa Wendy writes, many other people probably remember this, but a situation very similar to the mistaken identity minus the murder happened in Indiana in 2006. No, I did not know this. A car crash of college students from Taylor University resulted in the death of several students, including Whitney Serak. But Laura Von Ryan survived with severe injuries, including head trauma. Laura's family noticed some strange discrepancies once she began to wake up, but she still had severe facial trauma and was barely out of her coma. Finally, after she wrote Whitney when asked her name and wrote a different name for her parents, they began to understand there may have been a terrible mistake. They called Whitney's parents for her dental records, and those confirmed that indeed the dead woman was Laura Von Rhein, and the woman who had been in the coma was being cared for by Laura's family. That was actually Whitney Sarek. Part of the issue was somehow the paramedics had assigned Laura's purse and wallet to Whitney. So like Paul's mom said, she came in with identification. And of course, a situation like that, the parents had overlooked some oddities because they were desperate to believe the woman who had survived was indeed their daughter. Their parents uh, wrote a book, actually both parents uh, wrote a book called Mistaken Identity, which came out in 2008 and was featured on June's favorite dateline. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to go back and watch that. That just kind of blew my mind. And it's a much sadder version of this story. And uh, wow, I guess, yeah, there's no way to stop that. I'm really learning a lot about it. I'm, I'm kind of bummed out about amnesia and facial recognition right now. Um, anyway, there are so many great questions and omissions this week. But as always, there can only be one winner. And I guarantee you, it will not be someone from Marin County. I am sorry, Mr. El Guapo. No, I actually like Marin County. I mean, as much as anyone else does. I don't know if I have a real strong opinion about Marin County. Now that I said it, I'm not lying to you. I'm just saying that I don't have a negative uh, opinion about Marin County. Anyway, who's the winner? My gosh, we even forgot that Dr. Guts missed a very big plot point in the movie. I mean, so many things here. I think the one that gave me the most pleasure is our good friend Matthew from Pasadena, who is opening up a brand new How Did This Get Made? Last Looks Mystery, which is more about Dr. Jacques Coulot, the Amazon reviewer of erotic thrillers. Uh, Matthew, in Pasadena, you, my friend, are the winner, and Katie Morris has composed a song just for you. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Matt. And again, one more time, people, I want you to know that we want to hear from you. Whether you call me up at 619 Paul Ask or whether you go on the Discord at discord.gg slash HDTGM. That's right. Discord.gg slash HDTGM. Or come on my Discord. We have a fun time, pop culture conversations, a lot of great people there. You will have a great time when you hang out on the How Did This Get Made and Paul Shear Discords. Coming up next, Jason and I 
and Rob Hubel chat about all the things we should be watching, we are watching, and we kind of just let Hubel in on a lot of stuff because he's not watching much of anything. Is there such a thing as a traveler? Not a Delta. Because we know on one flight, Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members. Because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta. Keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. We are back, people. How Did This Get Made is at Largo in April. I think there might be a few tickets left for the 10 p.m. show on April 14th. This August, How Did This Get Made is going on tour, so stay tuned for that announcement. And maybe we'll be doing another virtual show soon. But if you're jonesing for a virtual show every Thursday for free, Rob Hubel and I do a show on Twitch. It's at Friendzone. All right, that is twitch.tv slash friendzone. Thursdays, 5 to 7, but you can watch the replays there or on my website, uh, which is just YouTube. You know how that works. No, I have a website, too. I'm just saying you can watch the recaps. People, I'm not explaining how the internet works. If you got it this far and you're listening to a podcast, we understand you're here. And if you understand how this works, you must be noticing that every week we're doing a new thing with How Did This Get Made's back catalog. We are re-releasing an old episode uh, coming up. Uh, this Monday is Jade. We wanted to connect our erotic thrillers. So I hope you sit back and relax. And if you've never heard the episode, you'll be hearing all about fuckhouses and sex pillows. And if you have heard it, I encourage you to try to buy that shirt and see if anyone thinks of it as a sex act shirt. I don't think that they will because my drawing is so bad. Anyway, uh, Jade is back up for you. And I can't wait to see what we have coming up next. All right, and before we wrap up today's show, it's time for me and Jason to talk about all the things that we are watching and are into. And today we have a special guest who is Rob Hubel. But uh, let's do this. It's now time for a Quar Chat. But uh, Jason, we're so excited that you're here. It's been a beat. How have you been? What have you been up to? Zooks, are you are you out and about? Or are you not still really. sequestering? Not really. I'm pretty much back in the house. I was out and about a little bit um, before at the end of the Delta wave and before the Omicron wave. And once Omicron yeah. came, I was like, nope, shut it down. Shut so it down. shut it down again, went back into the house, have been here pretty much since. Um so I'm very like I'm excited. Like th- this week we have a how did this get made live show at Largo, yes. and that will be 
oh my kind God. of the first time I will be out in like public. Yeah. Well, you did a you did a show with us at Largo right a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was like in, in that, that window. in that in between period yeah. where it was like Delta was kind of really quiet, numbers were low and it was before Omicron hit. I did a that was my first. I did a couple of like outdoor dining. Yeah. I did um how did this get made at Largo and we did a dinosaur show at Largo and those were my first real going out into the world kind of like I still haven't been to the supermarket or whatever. Yeah, I mean, well, let me like, ask both you this. Guys, both you guys were going to go to Telluride. Uh, yeah. People that don't yeah. know, we usually do this Telluride comedy festival. And then at the last minute, um, both of you guys had to bail. And uh, I went and I had to take my family. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Uh, my family. Are you does... still thinking about Are you still thinking about cloning your daughter? You know, uh it's complicated, but short answer: yes. We might. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Cool. And that's we and might. then and they're getting it's getting cheaper now. It's kind of like that uh, technology. It's getting cheaper. They, yeah. they they almost have the technology worked out. Like almost. There's still some kinks. You know, there's still some bugs. I have it, a friend who got his uh, son cloned, and he came out really like. Angry, violent, and yeah, angry. That's the and when you say when you say they've still got some bugs, they lit- it's literally like bug stuff. Like they're having yeah. a lot of Jeff Goldblum fly kind of scenarios. Yeah, they Correct. they literally like, break down. Like yeah. the night- nightmare before Christmas at the end, you know, Oogie Boogie comes apart and he's just filled with bugs and worms and stuff. And like yeah. that's yeah. the problem. That's been the problem. So they're working on it. Um, yeah, and the violent thing is is real, you know, and. Yeah. Our daughter is very strong physically. And so if we we're worried that if we clone her now with this company that we're in, interested in, that she will you know, be able to murder us. Um, so, you know what, you though, know. that's you might need that later in life. You know, if things keep going the way you, they're going, you might want like a bunch of very strong children yeah. to protect you. You well, know? that's yes, why you, yes, I told yes. you you have to talk to my friend who uh, builds uh, backyard corrals because what you can do is you can clone – if you're going to do it, you clone five at a time. You throw them in the corral, and then that and then that way they're not in the house, but then you can kind of see who will be the, the survival of the fittest, who's going to – you know, they, then you have that for uh, – like, like I don't say. know the laws in California. Like, can, are legally, can you have a bunch of sort of cloned zombie kids in the corral in your backyard? Clone, yeah, clone corrals are totally legal yeah. because they're clones. Um, you know, you have to feed them and, and, you know, bathe them and, but you hose yeah. them down. You're fine. You can right. crate them too. If, if they're crate trained, they'll, you know, they'll be, they'll, they'll, they'll be really good. You but know? my By actual, way, my yeah. actual human daughter, uh, we can't, she does not sleep in the backyard, right? She'll no, 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 no. She has no, to, no, no, she's no. the alpha. She's the yeah. alpha. She I is the, it. she is the Boba Fett and the rest are the clone army. I see. You know, Boba I see. is a pure clone of Django Fett, the way, and how, the rest of the clone army are um, manipulated by the Kaminoans. Yeah, go ahead. How is Boba Fett, by the way? I haven't watched it yet. Um, Get the fuck out of here. What? I haven't watched it Rob, yet. Rob, but no, no. But Rob says it like he's ever going to watch it. Like, Rob, I will. I will. I will. You told me that you stopped watching the first season of Deadwood because you liked it so much you didn't <laughs> want it to be over. Like, oh, that's no, like, no, like no, I, 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 I got like all the way to almost the end of Deadwood and I, I, I didn't wait want almost it to the end. end of the series or just first season the series the series okay oh, oh, but, oh okay and 
and, and also well, I understand lost. that because yeah. it is yeah. it is lost. Deadwood is oh my god well Lost it I kind of Lost understand. I heard yeah Lost I heard Lost kind of goes off the off the rails but Deadwood <laughs> other than finishing a little soft because it finishes they didn't know they were going to be finishing yeah. Yeah. it is pound for pound like top three television show of all time I will sure, say that I sure. just listen to the Deadwood Boys podcast ooh I did oh, I not know, know about that. the devil. It's not real. Oh, oh I was okay. gonna say. I <laughs> was gonna say. I that. think that that oh is a. God, I was. I, I was gonna say. Sorry. I, it is I, a fake. Yes. It's a fake podcast that I do <laughs> that is in direct opposition to Andy Daly's bananas <laughs> for bonanza podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, the uh, <laughs> the I have not I watched. For, the I forget movie. sometimes that my my dumb podcast jokes. Other people don't know about. It. I thought I, I I heard it and I was like I think that that's a bonanza. But I was like maybe there is one because at this point everyone's doing a recap show. All of a sudden oh, yeah. you're, you're gonna have like uh, you know you're gonna have Timothy Oliphant being like welcome back. All right, let's go yeah. to episode two. I'm sure that there has to be one. Oh, I'm right? certain there, there are Deadwood ones. I just I don't think there's yeah. one that is like the yeah. people involved, which I would love. Like, if you really want incredible Deadwood content, the DVD extras are. Are show how Milch writes, which is lying down on the ground, voicing all the dialogue. Yeah. So he'll be like, uh, Swearingen, fuck you, you fucking cocksucker. Get out of my nope, take it back. Swearingen, you fucking cocksucker, get the fuck out of my wait, no, take it back. Fuck was- you, you know, and it like it's and the person is like, it's great. There was a moment. In uh, NYPD Blue, which David Milch also wrote on, it's in this book, uh, Difficult Men, where they all came to set. They didn't have a script. David Milch came down to set, like looked at everybody, and then with his fingers, like, okay, Dennis Farina, you say blah, 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 blah. Uh, David Crusoe, you say this, and you say that, and then he goes into a long, like two-minute-long monologue that David Crusoe is going to say. He's like, and then you say that. All right, shoot that. And no one wrote it down. <laughs> like he just like just like that was going to be captured in one way. And people are like, "What do we? What do we do? What do we? Don't know how. We don't know." Well, what on you, Deadwood, on Deadwood, he would write full new pages, massive long monologues on the day, and then like like Ian McShane would get them, and and Milch had wanted to cast Ed O'Neill. Yes, um, Al yeah. Bundy. Ed, he wanted he, who he'd later cast in John from Cincinnati. He wanted him to play Al Swearingen, and HBO was like, "No, thank you." So he cast Ian McShane, who turns in an incredible performance. One of the and best. Milch, Milch would be there, like he's ruining the show. He's ruining the show. Watching literally one of the classic characters on TV, like, oh, I, I, I heard him. I heard at one point somebody said he looked at them and said. Uh, Ed O'Neill would do such a better job with this. <laughs> and Ian McShane is like giving a masterclass in acting. It's incredible. And, and, and by the way, no offense to Ed O'Neill, who I actually think is a very good actor. Oh, but and like, he's great in John from Cincinnati, which is a flawed show. Uh, but like, there's something about Swearingen being British also, which is like a, the, yeah. the 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 divide, the cultural divide, everything. Like, there's this there's this something that you would never get. From Ed O'Neill oh, yeah. in that role. Are, like, the, are like, any of the are any of the Deadwood people on cameo? I'm gonna I'm gonna get 
someone oh i bet they are what's interesting is when you watch deadwood now you're watching a show in which like there's an episode in which there's a there's an arc that with a very young Kristen bell in it there's an arc with there's a there's an episode with a baby nick offerman nude there is there are people (laughs) populating deadwood just because there's so much coming and going that are like you're like oh my god like you, yeah. when you watch it again years later, you are blown away. The one yeah. thing that I, I mean, the David Milch stories that you can get, uh, that book, Difficult Men, is a great uh, example of like great David Milch stories. But there's one that I learned when we were shooting NTSF up in Santa Cru- uh, Clarita, where they had the ranch, the Deadwood Ranch, the, and that's standing. The, the largest, the largest ever set built for anything. It's and it's uh, so I, epic. I, and I wonder if it's still there. Oh, it, it is. It's still yes. standing. Okay. And people use it. Quentin Tarantino used it, I think, yeah. for Django or like whenever you see. I mean, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood also was shot there. Like every, it's the premier Old West set. Yeah, so if you're yeah. seeing a movie, that's it. Not like the year one set that we shot on, which was like millions of dollars that at the end of shooting, like this was a set. It was so gigantic. It had multiple alleyways so big and when we left i said to harold ramos is like what what are they going to do with this this is such a massive set and he was like apparently they uh the studio sold it to be a paintball place <laughs> so <laughs> so i guess you could run around and just shoot paintball on like a with like set. columns with like roman columns or something yeah. So in Shreveport louisiana there's a giant oh like biblical uh paintball set but um there is a so this amazing old west set he's shooting john from cincinnati next that's his follow-up show to deadwood and that's all about like surf culture and it takes place in santa monica but uh milch is so kind of uh caught in his own things that he's like they're like all right so we're gonna get you offices in santa monica so you'd be close to set and he's like no we're not leaving here <laughs> And they they had to recreate Santa Monica on the old West sets. Like he never left. Like so, they built everything in like in love the mountains in Santa Clarita. When they all they needed to do was like move everything oh. thirty minutes to the water. Is the best. Is the That's best. Amazing. All right, that was Core Chat, and you can catch some of that kind of conversation or a longer version of it on Twitch dot tv slash friendzone and it's thursdays with rob and paul now that we got shattered out of the way well, let's talk about next week's movie we are going from amnesia emergency bags to biker gangs i didn't even really try to go for any sort of connection <laughs> i just said things anyway uh next week we are watching stone cold which i can't wait for you to watch here's a short breakdown of the plot a tough alabama cop is blackmailed by the fbi into going undercover in a violent mississippi biker gang This movie is so off the radar, it doesn't even have a Rotten Tomatoes review, so you know it's going to be good. And I tell you, it is good. It is available on YouTube, so find it. But let's take a listen to the trailer, uh, which is a little bit different. It's a little bit more of a, a specialty trailer, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brian Bosworth. You know, all my life people have had the wrong idea about me. I don't like cops who make up the rules as they go. Let's say I push things just a little too far. They accuse me of being insensitive. (laughs) They basically say that I lack the ability to get along with others. So just to prove these people wrong, I decided to join a very exclusive and private club. Oh yes, it's very plush. And the membership? 
very selective. In games, we play some games. You can watch Stone Cold, uh, like I said, um, on YouTube. It is on Prime Video, but with the Rift Tracks guys on it. So I don't think you want to watch that version only because you won't be enjoying the movie without them commenting on it. But if that's the only way you can watch it, you can do it. But it's also on YouTube. Anyway, uh, check your local library. Maybe they have it. Maybe they have uh, the script just in the shelves next to Moby Dick. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, Stone Cold, you will find it. I know it's out there for you. And anyway, people, remember to rate and review this show. This is Last Looks. It helps us. It helps everything flow. We keep an open door, an open free door for you all when you rate and review and tell your friends. So visit us on social media at HDTGM. And for commercial-free access to How Did This Get Made and our entire archive and so, so much more, sign up for Stitcher Premium for a free one-month trial. Use the offer code BONKERS. A big thank you to our producers, Cody Fisher and Molly Reynolds, our engineer, Devin Bryant and Consigulari, and our publisher, July Diaz. And by the way, people, uh, due to them and you, we just won an AMBI, which is from the Podcast Academy. The Academy Award of Podcasting is what they told us. And uh, we won for Best Comedy Podcast. And it's because of all of you listening, which is why I put it here at the end of the show. I should have said it at the beginning, but I didn't. I'm sorry. But a big thank you to all the people who make this show happen, who I just mentioned right there. Because without them, this show doesn't run. And without you, no one buys an ad or keeps the lights on, so we couldn't do it without you. Thank you, thank you so much. We'll see you next week for Stone Cold, which is our gift to you, seriously. Is there such a thing as a traveler? Not a Delta, because we know on one flight, Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members. Because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta. Keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.